Hi everyone, Catherine and Dave here from Fantasy Fitness Thing. We are back with the second of 10 semifinal preview shows and we are going to talk about the Lowlands Throwdown today. So first thing we're going to do is just kind of run through with who's there. So there are nine past games men that are competing at Lowlands Throwdown and also nine women. And then we also looked to see who competed in semifinals last year too. So in terms of semifinal athletes, there are 13 men and 20 women. So that is a lot of women that competed last year that are back again. Not necessarily the same semifinal, but it's a lot of repeat athletes there. Yeah, a lot of mm-hmm. from last Which is year. great. That's awesome. So we decided to do a bit of a highlight of how people have been doing sort of so far this year in the 2022 season. So the top five athletes going to Lowlands Throwdown on the men's side from the Open was Victor Lundahl, BKG, Luca Vanjak, Topias Romo, and Lucas Huens. Um, Those were the top five guys in the Open. And then over to the women we have Andrea Solberg, Matilda Garns, Gabriella Magala, Valentina Magalotti, and Maria Langfors. Those were the top five women from the Open. So just a bit of a highlight of how they did there. I think this one's a little interesting because at least when we looked at Torian and some of the like North American Open results, like all the names are familiar. But when you look at this list, there's a lot of you know athletes that broke through here. Uh, within the open this year so like when you look at what is it valentina megalotti um you know i think she has a 23rd back in 2019 at the italian showdown and then like you know maria langfors you know doesn't seem to have any you know elite level competition history this year so um kind of a a breakthrough for her um to be at this yeah that's one of the sort of fun things about pulling this is a lot of people do kind of dump up into the top echelon, but the leaderboard's just so big and so full, it's easy to sort of lose that these were some of the top athletes from these areas. So yeah, that's fun to see. And then moving into the top five athletes and how they did on the worldwide quarterfinal leaderboard. For the men, we have BKG, Lazar Ducic, Maritz Fiebig, Sam Stewart, and Fabian Benito. And for the women, Gabriella Magala, Sarah Sigmund's daughter, Lucy Campbell, Laura Horvath, and Corinne Freova. So now those are a set of names that most people probably know. Yes. Now now we're into familiar territory once it's the competition gets a bit stiffer and yeah, means sure. a bit more. And then one thing that we did when we were sort of looking at semifinal strength, semifinal field strength is looked at the field as a whole and then narrowed it down into the number of like qualifying spots like their season won't end they're still moving forward either in a games ticket or to last chance qualifiers and then we took it down even more to just the number of game spots so advancing spots there's eight and then the game spots there's five so on the women's field the total field strength is actually first of all the semifinals And when you trim it down to that top eight spots that are advancing, they're still first. And then when you narrow it to the game spots, they go second behind Torian Pro, 
which is a bit tough because there's only three qualifying or three game spots, and you have the two women that were on the top of the worldwide leaderboard in quarterfinals, so you can't really compete with that. So this is a really yeah. stacked women's field. And then onto the men's field, running through the same thing from total field to advancing spots and game spots. The total field is fourth of all the semifinals, but then it drops. As we go to advancing spots, it goes down to sixth. And then in terms of game spots, it goes down to seventh. So it's quite a strong field as a whole, but in terms of the absolute sort of top percentage coming out of the worldwide quarterfinals, it is a bit weaker. So yeah, that's kind of our take on looking at the semifinal stats and who's there and what's happening. And then I'm just going to pass it over to Dave here about what to watch for and some fun facts about the field. Yeah, so I guess going into it, um, it's certainly, you know, it's going to be sunny because there's a lot of top athletes from Europe competing here. Um, so, you know, one thing I'm watching is kind of, I don't know if it's really a grudge match, but kind of the battle between Gabriela Magala and Laura Horvath as they continue um, kind of their ascent within their careers. You know, I think both of them are kind of within that, you know, young guns trio, or I guess it's more of a trio now that with more athletes breaking on the scene that to kind of look to to battle to take over from Tia when she, you know, finally hangs up the, the lifters at the end of her career. But, um, you know, looking back to last year, you know, you had... Horvath finished second at um, the CrossFit Games when it was Magala's sixth, uh, sixth or seventh. Uh, and then, you know, they moved on to Rogue where you saw Magala second or third, Horvath fourth. And then on to Dubai where, um, you know, Horvath was first and Magala was third. So it's really just interesting to see these two battle back and forth um, with all the different competitions over the, the past year. Um, and just kind of seeing the the competitiveness. And it is also interesting to see from a fan standpoint that there isn't a, a sure thing between the two, like depending on the, the weekend, one of our, they are flip-flopping how they finish in the standings. And then just, you know, as kind of a, a place marker of, you know, how they're going to stack up in the games, you know, outside of Tia, I know there's probably whatever, five or six athletes that could battle for second spot. And those two are definitely within that group or firmly entrenched within that group. So it'll be interesting to see how they shape up. Yeah, having each other. that head to head. That's what sports are about. It's awesome. It's going to be great to watch. Yeah. Uh, and then, you know, next, um, kind of the next year of women within the, the event, uh, Sarah Singen's daughter looking or interested to see how she performs in a kind of this in-person event. You know, we saw her at Dubai, um, which was really good showing for her, you know, coming directly off of injury. Uh, and then, you know, had a little bit of a, um, you know, conservative step at Guadapalooza, uh, bowing out, just, you know, making sure that everything is proper with her knee and her rehab there. So, you know, give her another three months, four months of rehab by the time this comes along. So interesting to see how she fares again in a live competition, you know, hopefully, the quarterfinals results uh, were quite positive for her. So hopefully we see her back in elite form and um, hopefully Sarah's hundred percent by, you know, if not this event, definitely the games. And then another athlete on the women's side, looking forward to seeing uh, Lucy Campbell, you know, she really jumped up into, to everybody's, um, you know, awareness at Wadapalooza there with a top five finish. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see now that she's competing, you know, in the limelight. So, 
you know, everybody does know who Lucy Campbell is for the most part now after finishing so high at Wadapalooza to see how she does perform, you know, with that pressure. You know, last year she did make it to last chance qualifiers. Uh, I, can't, I think the German throwdown and ended up winning one of the four events at last chance qualifiers. So definitely the, the talent was there last year. I think just now the recognition of all the hard work she's put in, uh, it also BC, you know, a bit more pressure for her on the competition. Yeah, it's floor. fun to see someone like that come out of an off-season event because that's a great way for athletes to have a showing that miss out on the game season. So that's really fun that it, she has getting some recognition for it. And then I guess on the men's side, super, or doesn't necessarily show from, you know, potentially the quarterfinals rankings, but we got six guys competing at this event who competed at the games last year. Uh, so you got BKG, uh, Lazar Dujic, uh, Adrian Moonweiler, Uldis Upnick, Sam Stewart, and uh, Luka Ducic. So uh, those guys all coming off of the games last year and with just the semifinal format, only five of them can make it. So even without some of the, the other athletes that are vying for the spot, you know, one athlete that didn't make it to the games last year will be going to last chance. And then let's talk about your picks. Who do you think is going to get a games ticket and who is your dark horse? Yeah, so on the men's side, I got uh, five guys returning from last year. So I think BKG, uh, a sure thing as you can get in uh, a CrossFit competition, at least this CrossFit competition. Uh, then, you know, in second, Lazar Dujic, third, oldest Upenix, uh, fourth, Adrian Moonweiler, sneaking in there with, um, you know, the veteran veteran uh, experience uh and then i like sam stewart for the fifth spot uh just out ahead of luka ducic i just i think luka's hasn't had the strongest showing that i would like to see in both the open and quarterfinals so um have sam stewart there but again kind of those you know three through six guys it's going to be tough a tough battle between them so i think even programming or could come down to it from a dark horse perspective like Fabian Benito uh, coming into it. So, you know, only 26 years old. So uh, still kind of in the mid pack in terms of age standpoint, but like him, you know, finished 10th in quarterfinals uh, on the European side this year. So ahead of a bunch of those games, athletes that we talked about uh, and then did come off, you know, a couple stronger showings uh, at off season events. So he did was fifth at the Madrid CrossFit championship, which had Krennikov first. Uh, so some games talent there. Uh, had you know a 17th at Dubai and 19th at Wadapalooza. So again, still showing that he can hang within that you know second or third tier type of elite athletes. And then last year, you know, just missed the games with a sixth at German Throwdown. So he is you know right around the the games level with these guys. Uh, and then you know was 15th at last chance qualifier. But um, depending on how things shape up and just you know a little bit more confidence after some of those off season events, maybe he can break into the top. Yeah, five I think there. that's a solid pick. Uh, and I guess the other guy to to watch out for, or one of the other guys, is is it Mortis Bibig, uh, who both was you know fifth, I think, or seventh within European quarterfinals this year. I guess this fifth. Uh, you know, so strong showing there. And what's interesting is last year he finished sixth within European quarterfinals. So right there, uh, but hopefully, you know, to see him maybe make a jump within uh, the in-person competitions, it was just really interesting to see him finish top five, top six at quarterfinals. But then last year, 
um, was pretty far down the leaderboard at the semifinal event. So we'll see if, you know, he has the ability to turn yeah, it around this year. Also, because this year is the first time doing in person. So there could be all sorts of shifts and new faces and stuff of people that thrive in in-person competition versus the online competitions that the first two steps of the season are. So could be fun. Okay. Uh, going to the women's side. Uh, so top two, I got Horvath and Megala uh, in that order, although I'm looking forward to seeing those two battle it out through the weekend. Uh, third place, Sarah Sigmund's daughter. Uh, hoping she is going to able to regain that form that she had in Dubai. Uh, and then fourth place, Matilda Garns. Uh, so um, newer name to the, the CrossFit space, um, although she was seventh at the German throwdown last year and ended up sixth at last chance qualifier. So um, was again, right there uh, with the group there. Uh, was seventh at quarterfinals and 11th in the open this year. So, so far, really strong season coming out. And then, you know, from an other event in the off season, she finished second at the IF Free World Championships. So she was just five points behind uh, Kristen Holte for that top spot there. So um, again, it, to be right up there with um, one of the greatest of the sport uh, is certainly a, a, something that would give you some confidence. So uh, like to, to see her make uh, a rookie appearance at the games this year. Uh, and then in fifth place, I got Lucy Campbell, again, just building off her strong off season and um, going to kind of make her way to the games as well as a rookie this year. And from a dark horse perspective uh, is Andrea Solberg. So uh, she is you know, a past games athlete, so made it to the 2020 CrossFit Games, um, finished 27th in the online portion of the games. Uh, and I think this could just be kind of the case of um, – you know, knowing what it needed to take to get to the games in the, the sanctionals format. So when you look at her 2020 season, she was fourth at the Filthy 150, third at Southfit, and second at um, the Norwegian CrossFit Championship. So, uh, you know, did what she needed to do to make it to the game's end, but then um, kind of fell off that level of performance at kind of quarterfinals last year, just missing semifinals altogether with the 77th spot. So seeing her bounce back ninth in the open, uh, I think she might have uh, a little bit more fire to make it to the games this year. So um, she could also be kind of the, the dark horse to take a games ticket yeah, away. Yeah, I think she put in the legwork a couple of years ago. And now the season's set. She knows what she needs to do and go time. Awesome. Yeah. So that's a few athletes and stats. Think about when you're setting your week one fantasy lineups. Um, salary cap games, the draft games are open, get a few buddies together, and then you can set, like, do a draft for your team, throw in a little bet, have a little fun. Um, there's also our salary cap game with a worldwide leaderboard that we're going to be sending gooder sunglasses to the top three teams. There's an automatic affiliate leaderboard, too, that if you put that in your profile, you can compete with your gym buddies. And yeah, for all the kickoff notifications for when these games go live, make sure you have an account at fantasyfitnessing.com and follow us on Instagram at fantasyfitnessing to not miss out on any of the stats or game kickoffs or anything fun. So that is it for the preview on the Lowlands Throwdown. And we will see you on the leaderboard.